Tabiso Musia on SAFM. Okay, let's start then the, the show the show by speaking to the chairperson of Cricket South Africa's board, Mr. Lawson Naidu, about uh, the latest developments, uh, the decision to withdraw all charges against Mark Boucher, which means that the DC is not happening. Good evening, chairperson, and thanks again for being able to speak to us on SAFM this time. Um, good evening, Tabiso. Uh, welcome back to SAFM. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad you've noticed. But um, <laughs> <laughs> what are the reasons, Chairperson, to drop these charges against Mark Boucher and just stop this DC from even getting underway? Uh, uh, thanks, Tabiso. Uh, you know, uh, over the last uh, a few days and last week, we've obviously been uh, in uh, consultation with the legal team that was representing Cricket South Africa in the March, Mark Boucher disciplinary her- hearing. Uh, their advice to us, uh, having uh, scrutinized the evidence that is available, as well as the witnesses who are available, uh, was that uh, there was uh, insufficient evidence to sustain the charges that uh, had been brought by Cricket South Africa against uh, Mr. Boucher. And their <clears throat> recommendation was that the charges should be withdrawn because uh, we would not be able to provide sufficient evidence in support of that. The board considered the uh, recommendation and advice from the legal team and has decided that uh, it is in the best interest of cricket uh, that the charges do indeed be dropped uh, and that uh, we move on from that basis. But I think it's also, having said that, Tabisa, I think it's important also for your listeners to understand why the charges were brought in the first place. Mm And uh, we will recall that uh, in the SJN report that the board received in December last year, there were some tentative findings in that report, which included the findings against Mark Boucher in relation to the uh, team song, or one of the songs that was held, uh, sung at a fines meeting in the Proteus uh, set up in the early 2000s, which was raised by Paul Adams in his testimony uh, before the inquiry. So that uh, was one of the bases on which the charges were formulated. <clears throat> the other two charges related to issues that arose in the wake of the uh, resignation last year of the former Proteus assistant coach, Enoch Nkwe. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, neither Mr. Nkwe nor uh, Mr. Adams uh, was willing to testify in, in this case. And uh, there wasn't any uh, or sufficient other evidence available uh, that we could uh, utilize in order to proceed with the case. Okay, that's loud and clear then. For those who are just joining us, we are speaking to the chairperson of uh, Cricket South Africa's board, Mr. Lawson Naidu, about uh, the decision to withdraw all charges against uh, Mark Boucher and stop that DC from getting underway. Yeah, welcome to weigh in if you have any questions or comments on 061-4104-107. And then, um, have they, did they give reasons as to why they've decided against testifying, especially Mr. Ngwe and Paul Adams? Well, I think they've both, in, in their own words and in their own uh, public statements, uh, have explained why they felt that uh, they didn't uh, wish to be, uh, give evidence uh, uh, before the disciplinary hearing. Uh, I think we'll recall uh, Mr. Adams' statement on Sunday where he mm-hmm. says uh, that you know he went to the uh, SJN hearings in order simply to tell his story, uh, which he did, as many others who came forward before the SJN did. Uh, they went there in order to try and uh, help uh, Cricket South Africa fix its house and, and move things onto a better perspective. Uh, and, uh, you know, by raising the issues, uh, hopefully that we learn the lessons from the treatment that they had to endure uh, and that we would ensure that processes were in place that that uh, did not recur. Uh, 
similarly with uh, Mr. Inque, he raised the issues in concern around the team environment, and it wasn't uh, um, an issue against uh, or between uh, Inok Inque and uh, and Mark Boucher, and he felt that having brought those issues to the attention uh, of the board, that uh, appropriate action would be taken to ensure that the environment within the team camp is one that is, uh, it continuously improves. <clears throat> and, and I think we take those, uh, those lessons seriously and will certainly ensure that, uh, that they are heeded. And then just for clarity then, Chairperson, is Cricket South Africa saying that the allegations were not true at all or that they can be proven? No, we're not. We, you know, if we were uh, not not at all saying that they were not true at all. I mean, I think the the testimony of Paul Adams stands uh, on its own uh, as a result of uh, uh, his testimony. Uh, Mr. Barcher issued an apology to acknowledge that the songs that were sung uh, at that time were um, uh, uh, were inappropriate. They were hurtful, and uh, you know. So I think uh, <clears throat> Mr. Adams has certainly made his point. Uh, and I think, don't think it's a question of there being no substance to the allegations, but uh, you know whether it, whether there's sufficient evidence to pursue the case any further is the real point that the board had to consider, and uh, and uh, that it was on that basis that we took the decision that we did. So it's not that the, the charges were were totally unfounded, uh, but uh, there's, there, as I say, and I repeat again, that there isn't sufficient evidence to be able to pursue the uh, disciplinary hearing. Yeah, and and just having read the arbitration ruling that also cleared Graham Smith, it it does seem like it's very hard to prove racism allegations unless someone blatantly says, "I'm not picking you because you are black," or "I didn't choose you because you are black," which will obviously never happen. And maybe with your experience in the in in the South African landscape, Chairperson, do you agree with this? Is it hard to prove these allegations? Well, in, you know, in the absence of direct evidence or you know first-hand evidence, because all that we would have been left to to rely on had we proceeded with the uh, Mark Boucher hearing, for example, would merely have been hearsay evidence. Uh, you know, and then it would have been a, a you know a question of whether that evidence was admissible or not, and even if it was uh, admissible, uh, what value would the uh, chairperson of the inquiry place on such hearsay evidence in the absence of direct evidence? So those are all of the issues that were weighed up by uh, the CSA's legal team. Uh, and uh, it was on that basis they provided the advice that they did. Okay, we're gonna, just going to take a quick break. We're speaking to the chairperson of the Board of Cricket South Africa, Mr. Lawson Naidu, about the latest developments regarding Mark Boucher. We'll look at the way forward after this break. Tabiso Musia on SAFM. We do have a couple of voice notes. Maybe we can play those first. Good evening, good evening, Abitabiso. Wow, South Africa, full of possibilities. That's what I'm talking about. So now we must move on. And then next time when there's a problem again, we move on. Did he offer an apology to these people? To the guys that he made those comments to? Why move on? You know what? I'll stick to my sundowns. This thing of cricket South Africa, hash. Tabisa, good evening. Thank you so much for a great show. And to one of the listeners who was happy that Mark Boucher got acquitted, I was happy. And you know what? We we don't know what happened when he was there. And, you know, we got to try and get around it. But I think sometimes white and black people always think that um, there's no common ground. I don't feel that there's a problem. I think we're getting there. I really do. 
I'm so positive about this country. I think we're going to get there. Yes, we had the worst past in history. And people always say we don't apologize for apartheid. Well, on behalf of all white people, I apologize. It was terrible. But we have to move forward, white and black. And we can do it. We can beat all the teams in the world. We can get better. We work together. What's, what's the alternative? We never work together and something never happens. I'm very, very proud of where the country's going. And I'm very, very proud of SAFM. And you, we, we get this platform to discuss this and we get a chance to move forward. So as far as I'm concerned, Lucas Radebe, amazing, amazing player. Understand what he's saying, but let's, let's just try and not focus on that. Let's not have horrible EFF people who are making the white kids coming through the community now be racist because he just wants to fight with everybody. Time to stop fighting. Mandela's dream. Let's work together. We can do this. We really can. Brad Marisburg. Okay, thanks for that, Brad. And I do think the first step is in acknowledging, and Mark Boucher has actually acknowledged his part, and even in the statement uh, that he released today, he actually did apologize, um, did reiterate his apology to Paula Adams. I'll find that for you. But I just want to go to the lines. Mudise in Mutlaken, good evening. Oh, okay, Colin in Cape Town, let's go to you. Good evening, Colin. Good evening, Tabisho. I'll, um, and good evening to your guest there. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm so glad this is over. Mm. Now we must go forward and become number one mm. in test cricket. You know what I mean? Mm. And um, I, I, you asked the question, what made um, Paul Adams and that assistant coach, what's his name? In a kunkwe. Uh, in a koke, koke. What, uh, yeah. Um, not to give evidence or never to carry on with the case. Mm. Now, one's got to consider those two, did they have something in their mind? You say, look here, Archer did apologize, so and so, so. We've got to move forward. And at the moment, we are doing running cricket. And let Archer continue and see what happens. Mm. But, you know, uh, I know there are going to be so many listeners that's going to be against the verdict. Mm. But um, uh, Cricket South Africa have found them not guilty. So, And what do you mean by did they have something in mind, Colin? I just didn't get that part. um, um, Adams and the assistant. Yes. Uh, did they have something in mind? Uh, you know, uh, skip it over and say, "Look, okay, I'm not going uh, to go and testify." You know what I mean? Okay, okay, Colin. No, did I... they have a conversation with Mark Bouch or something like that, or did they put cricket South Africa? I mean, not cricket South Africa. Did they put South African cricket in front and say, "Look, yeah, is doing a good job at the moment. Come on." Okay, Colin. Thanks. So I just have to move uh, on. We do have um, other callers. Let's just play a voice note quickly, Mark, before I go back to the chairperson. With the huge existence of racism, how possibly, how possibly do we, do we move on? Every time, every time these people are doing wrong, we must move on. What nonsense is that? It will come to a point we cannot tolerate this nonsense. 
Okay, thanks for that. And I found that statement of Mark Boucher. He says, I stand by my apology to Paul Adams given during the SJN process for the hurt he felt during his time as a Proteus player. As I stated in my affidavit to the SJN process, some of the things that were said and done in those days were totally inappropriate and unacceptable and in retrospect, understandably offensive. And I think, Chairperson, judging by your statement, this, you also accept this apology from Mark Boucher then and it was part of the reason to withdraw the charges. Well, uh, you know, the, the issue of the apology was was one between um, Paul Adams and Mark Boucher. And uh, Paul Adams accepted uh, Boucher's apology uh, when it was made during the SJN process. And, uh, you know, I think, you know, this comes, uh, the theme that's come through the, the callers and the, the voice notes that you played, uh, Tabiso. Uh, I think the, the important point to emphasize here is what was the purpose of the SJN process? It wasn't about identifying individuals and, uh, you know, seeking um, uh, to target individuals. It was a, it was an opportunity to provide uh, provided for former players, officials, and administrators to come forward and to speak about the ills of the past, to speak about it openly within a safe space where their views and uh, experiences could be listened to uh, 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 by the country. It was an open process. And it, they, the, most of the people that came forward explicitly said that they are doing this not for any personal gain or benefit, uh, nor at the expense of any other individuals, but rather to try and help Cricket South Africa to chart a better way forward. Mm-hmm. And what we as a board of Cricket South Africa has done uh, since we've received the report of the SGN is to, is to go through that report uh, in some detail looking at what the lessons are that we can learn from uh, the experiences of those players, uh, uh, the observations that are made in the report, and how can we improve the governance of the game, how can we improve uh, the culture and environment in which cricket is played from a grassroots level upwards to ensure that cricket does indeed become a truly inclusive game for all South Africans. That's something that this board is committed to. It's uh, lessons that have been incorporated into our new five-year strategic plan. So it's not about uh, forgetting the past. We cannot forget the past. We must learn from the past, and that past must help us to chart a better uh, a future for for the game of cricket. And on that note, Chairperson, maybe what are the patterns that you picked up from this SJN hearings that now you will need to look at going forward? Well, you know, the one that uh, you know immediately springs to mind in relation to these sorts of uh, issues that arise where people are uh, uh, poorly treated or discriminated against even, is that we need to put in place more effective grievance and complaints mechanisms so that we deal with issues uh, when they happen, we deal with them speedily, and we address them uh, head on. And not uh, in the case of, uh, for example, Paul Adams, who had to wait almost 20 years before he had the opportunity to be able to talk about what he went through. So we, we need to ensure that if these things happen, and you know, one hopes that they don't happen, because I think uh, we must also acknowledge and accept that uh, significant progress has been made uh, in recent years towards uh, creating a more inclusive uh, environment uh, culturally, culturally and otherwise within the, uh, within the uh, team environment and within Cricket South Africa more broadly. Uh, so that uh, we need to build on, on, on what we've done over the last few years and not our, allow ourselves to be uh, uh, continuously taken back. But like I say, the experience of the experiences of the past, and uh, I must also emphasize the bravery of those who came forward before the SJN process, 
to bear their souls in public uh, must not be forgotten because they have helped us and will help the game of cricket uh, uh, to rid itself of of, uh, of the past that, uh, uh, that that we had to endure. So I'm very positive that uh, we will move forward uh, from strength to strength on the basis not of ignoring the past but learning mm. from that past. Mm. So, so you believe that the SJN did save its, it, 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 its process because I know some people are saying it was a waste of time and the latest developments have put their hearings in bed light. No, uh, you know, I think if, if we look uh, simply at the issue of uh, the, uh, the, the two processes against Mark Boucher and, uh, uh, and Graham Smith, uh, it would be to miss the point of what, uh, of what the SJN was actually all about. It wasn't about pointing fingers at individuals. Of course, as a board of Cricket South Africa, where, where there was evidence that there had been wrongdoing by those two individuals in particular, it was our responsibility to ensure that we acted upon that, which we had done. And we've done that uh, uh, to be true to our legal and fiduciary duties as, uh, as the Board of Cricket South Africa, where there are serious allegations. And when, when it comes to racism, allegations are extremely serious. And we took the right approach by uh, putting in place independent processes to test those allegations and, uh, uh, and to ensure that at the end of the day, we can have finality on this. And I just want to perhaps co- correct one thing that Colin said. Uh, uh, you know, it's not a question of uh, Cricket South Africa or the board having found uh, 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 Mark Boucher not guilty. Mm. That's not our role. Mm. Uh, it would be wholly inappropriate for us to do that. And that's why we put an independent process in place. But if you don't have sufficient evidence to at least uh, substantiate the allegations, then it's equally uh, responsible for the board to withdraw those, uh, those charges. And that's exactly the manner in which we have yeah. behaved. And just the last one from me, would it would it have assisted if a Graham Smith or a Mark Boucher had appeared before the SJN hearings because they chose not to? Well, you know, uh, that would be entirely speculative at this point in time to be so because, you know, if they had appeared, we uh, no idea what they might have said. And, uh, you know, that would have been a, uh, uh, an issue for Advocate Dimitri Ntubeza as the chairperson of that uh, uh, process uh, to have uh, commented upon. So, uh, you know, I think it's uh, it's entirely entirely theoretical now, um, uh, but you know they obviously, for their own reasons, opted not to give evidence at that time. As we know, Mark Boucher uh, did uh, submit an affidavit to the commission, which included uh, uh, the uh, the apology to uh, Paul Adams. Okay, Chairperson, we're going to leave it there. But I think you have started. I mean, this road to recovery, for lack of a better word, because you did become decisive and take control during the World Cup when the team was not taking a knee and, and CSA board actually ordered the team to take a knee and I think it's more decisiveness and leadership like this that we need going forward. Very much to be so I look forward to chatting again. Okay, thanks, Chairperson of the Board of Cricket South Africa, Mr. Lawson Naidu. So as much as we are saying that Paul Adams as well as Enoch Nkwe have refused or decided against testifying, let's also not forget that uh, Mark Boucher and Graham Smith, when they were given the opportunity to go and speak for themselves in their own words and respond to these allegations at the social justice and nation-building hearings, they chose not to. Uh, they didn't want to go there. Whether you're saying they didn't respect the process or they, uh, or for reasons known to them, but let's also not forget that they didn't do that. And I think it would have given a lot of people some closure if they were able to also go to the social justice hearings, nation-building hearings, and just speak for themselves. Tabiso Musia on SAFM.